I want to talk about Lighter and Princess, probably one of the most addictive, frustrating, and romantic slow burn enemies to lovers that I have watched in a while. And I just, I can't, I just can't stop thinking about it. And I still got a few more episodes to go and I'm savoring them a lot right now. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Purple Heart podcast where I talk about K-dramas, C-dramas apparently, and BTS and whatever else I want to talk about. In today's podcast episode, as I said earlier, I want to talk about Lighter and Princess and just how much of an addictive slow burn that this is and I truly feel like it is actually a proper enemies to lovers. I saw someone say this online recently, I think it was like in a Twitter thread. Enemies to lovers does not make sense if it's not slow burn. And I 100% agree. It has to be earned and I have to genuinely get the sense that the characters even if they're not fully enemies where they have bloodlust to destroy one another, I have to get the genuine sense that they don't like each other or they have a great mis misunderstanding of one another. And seeing that slow progression from tolerating one another to realizing how much they value the other person's intelligence, their overall wit, how they navigate life to then finally crossing all that barrier into an epic romance and I think Lighter and Princess does this really really well. There's 36 episodes to this sea drama. It is very popular and I was prompted to watch it because of the amount of acclaim it had and I wanted something to fill the void of Hidden Love. I've been talking about Hidden Love quite a bit on this podcast and I've been watching more modern sea dramas and this one came up very often. I'm going to start off with just basically a really small synopsis of it. Uh, it is basically centered around two freshmen um, in college. Uh, we have Lixian and we have Zuyun and they are both very bright and they are in like a programming coding um, subject matter within college. So a lot of the show centers around software engineering, programming, coding, and of the like. We have the bad boy, the main lead, Li Shen, and on paper he seems like just a typical archetype that you would find as a bad boy. Uh, even with the title, Lighter and Princess, it sounds like a Wattpad thick, right? And Wattpad may not necessarily be a bad thing, um, I was more of an AO3 girly myself for fan fiction, but I understand there is some property that have come out from Wattpad like Kissing Booth and things like that. So it's not necessarily an insult, but uh, on paper he seems really, really annoying. So he's typical bad boy, intelligent, aloof, really sneering, smirking, and seems to have too cool for school kind of attitude yet does have a deep love and appreciation for programming and how it challenges his mind. And he kind of reminds me of Jess from Gilmore Girls, if any of you out there have watched Gilmore Girls. And he just came, came off really abrupt and snarling and basically only one person could really get through to him. This is how 
Lishen on paper at first appeared to me. And I wasn't really a big fan of Jess. As much as I love Gilmore Girls, I was not a fan of Jess at all. I was not Team Jess. So uh, I was very infuriated by him. The whole troubled past thing, I'm like, okay, been there, done that. But I think this show really does a great job as well as the actor because I did end up really starting to enjoy him. And I think there's little subtle nuances here and there that even the character himself can kind of poke fun of himself and realize, you know what, sometimes I do take myself way too seriously. And I am a bit of a punk. Like he does have at least some level of self-awareness. And I'm telling you, I really did come to enjoy him and his journey and I root for him, especially now with all the episodes that I have watched in this show so far. Then we have the good girl, Zhu Yun, the female lead. And on paper, she seems like a Rory Gilmore to go back to the comparison of Gilmore Girls. You know, she is extremely bright, she is quiet, she's introverted, she enjoys um, reading, she, you know, is very sweet and basically will follow what her parents say. Now, it's not a dynamic with like Lorelai Gilmore, her mom, where Lorelai's a little rebellious and they have this cool, beautiful uh, friendship. No, uh, the female lead's parents are very much uh, controlling, especially the mother. The mother is one major, in my opinion, antagonist throughout the entirety of the show that I've watched so far. Very much concerned about her little girl, wanting her to be bright and uh, exceed uh, expectations and puts a lot of academic pressure on her. And the female lead can really come across indecisive, not really sure of what she wants in life. And by her meeting the bad boy, Li Shen, um, that is when she starts to have her own journey of self-actualization and actually truly finding out what she wants to do. She kind of falls into programming in this show, but it shows a lot that she actually ends up enjoying it. And part of it is the excitement of it, the storytelling, the building of it. And of course, uh, Li Shen's influence happens to also influence her wanting to branch out into, you know, engineering, uh, software engineering and things of that nature. A lot of the show takes place in the past when we are first introduced to the characters it's like a flash forward into the future and we find out um, the bad boy has been arrested and they haven't spoken to each other in about three years and then we're brought to like present day to where their relationship has kind of dissolved and then it plunges itself back into the past and kind of gives us the story in like three phases of life. So the first phase was like freshman year where they first meet, uh, they have the typical uh, meet cute and they are very much at the enemies to lovers stage where the good girl is kind of intrigued by him but also annoyed by him and his attitude of I just don't really care about this place I'm too smart for all of this I, I this is all just a waste of my time and they have a lot of run-ins together and the chemistry in like after three episodes is really apparent I have to be fully transparent the first episode of this show, it took me like five times to watch it. So for any of you out there that are curious about this show and are wondering, I don't know if it's for me, 
uh, trust and believe it's worth it but that first episode or so that first one or two episodes are a little rough to get into but you definitely will become addicted very very quickly so in this enemies to lovers stage you know we get to see them kind of have a little cat and mouse game they kind of poke at one another and there's one particular scene that sh there's like um a school showcase talent show just something to blow off steam with the freshmen and she goes up on stage a female lead and essentially creates like a talk show skit and she's poking fun at Li Shen and his whole bad boy persona in the school and towards the end of the performance which is a major hit amongst the student body he approaches her and for the first time you really get that smack in your face level of chemistry and the show really really starts to hit the ground running at that point then there is the second phase after freshman year where it's the sophomore years where the couple actually starts to meld together you start to see them grow from weary um, acquaintances to reluctant uh, friends slash rivals and kind of fall into this really beautiful relationship. In the second phase of the show as well, you also kind of learn the reason as why it's named Lighter and Princess as well. Lighter is in reference to a lighter that the lead male carries with him all the time and you realize at that point that it has a lot of emotional significance and tie to his father and the princess moniker that he childishly nicknames her definitely takes on a much deeper meaning in the second phase of the show and then you see the entire process of them falling in love and it's truly beautiful and it's truly romantic and awe-inspiring and I'm telling you in that second phase I think from like episode 10 to 18 I spent one night up until like 3 a.m. watching it I am too old to be doing 3 a.m. marathons of shows so it, it, it just tells you just how incredible that second phase is and then everything falls apart everything falls apart spectacularly the lead male being the bad boy that he is uh, basically self-destructs and he winds up in prison and that's how phase two ends off then there's phase three which is after college after the beautiful love story has kind of come to a spectacular halt and now we are in the final phase of the show where you know old flames are reuniting the two leads are coming back together and there's old debts that need to be settled and revenge that needs to take place. I'm doing a mostly spoiler free episode of this. I've left out a lot of details but I will say in the earlier phases of the show uh, there's a lot of things that are foreshadowed earlier on. One of the things is the lead male he has a particular rival that's in their friend group and he becomes a major foil in the third act of the show. I'm at episode 28 and let me tell you, uh, this friend, um, Nugo, he is horrible. <laughs> uh, 
Ah, uh, he's horrible. From the very beginning when we meet him in the show, he is kind of like a pathetic character who always is in the shadows of Li Shen. He is jealous of his intellect and just how much smarter he is and how much better he is at his skill set than he is there. He is always kind of the runner up to him and he constantly compares himself to him and it slowly kind of drives him mad and he builds this growing resentment towards him. Even though they're all in the same friend group, they're all peers, and I will admit that the the male lead can be a bit of a punk, right? He could be a bit of an asshole. So I understand why he rushes, um, he makes people feel a certain kind of way. But you can tell with this character that the show was really specially crafting that he's going to become a major foil and be a major antagonist, and he does. There's other characters that come along in the journey as well that also are antagonists to both, uh, both leads of the show. And it's very funny because you think they're throwaway characters or it's just like one little B-side plot, but it just becomes that much more entangled and enriched as the show goes on. So there's 36 episodes, I'm at episode 28 and we finally are starting to see the final beats of the show and the characters have had their uh, major resolution and I'm really looking forward to it. I can tell you I'm kind of savoring it because I don't really want it to end because it is addictive, it is romantic, it is also frustrating because you can see how these characters keep messing everything up and it's like can you just be together but I also understand because the writers have done a great service in kind of crafting a love story where two people know how much they mean to one another, they know how much they love one another, they care for one another, but because of their pride, because of circumstances that were in their control and out of their control, seems like everything is rooting against them. Uh, it, they just cannot make it gel yet, but I do have hope that this show will end on a positive note, it'll end with a happy ending, and I'm really looking forward to it being satisfying. But it is just so good that <laughs> I can't stand it. I just, I the chemistry is just so good. I just love when you can feel the heat from actors through the screen. Like there's certain ways where the male lead will put his arms around the female lead to like adjust something on the computer and you'll see the way she looks at him. There'll be scenes where he like he'll back her into a wall and they'll like stare at each other and it's just so intense and it's such delicious tension that you just are like ooh more more give me more give me more. I just I think the show is a great ride and it makes me really hopeful for even more modern sea dramas. I apparently have a lot to catch up on. I even have a podcast episode that's going to be coming out uh, shortly where I give you a list of recommendations of sea dramas to watch if you're into really epic romances with chemistry, if you're someone that has watched, say, Hidden Love and are dying for more sea dramas that are binge-worthy, that you have to invest some time in, that you're going to be completely enthralled in that podcast is coming up as well so stay tuned for that i would like to say thank you for watching uh for watching me today if you're watching on youtube please 
share, and subscribe. If you're listening via Spotify or any other uh, podcast services, I want to say thank you as well. And stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.